get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. As you just heard the big, big voice say, Jeremy Rutherford is joining us here on the show. Stumbled through that. Here we go. JR, what's going on, man? Not too much, boys. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing fantastic. So, JR, I want to play some audio that we heard earlier today on Carriker and Smallman because I want to get your response to this. We talked about this in our open. I want to hear what you have to say about it. This is Randy Carriker earlier on Carriker and Smallman. I never do completely trust this group to pound the opposition into submission, to be there every night, to have that compete level. If I have a concern, it's really not about the goalie. It's not about the defense, although I want Nick Letty to be back. My concern is something that I have seen in the past. So Randy's biggest question remaining about the Blues as we go into the final six games of the season is, are they going to revert back to previous trends of them not showing up for individual games? And that's going into the playoffs for him as well. What are your biggest reservations about this team as we have just six games remaining? Yeah, no, I think that's uh, legitimate. I think what we've seen here lately, just playing phenomenal hockey, uh, the skill, you know, the goal scoring, obviously, you know, there's 12 straight games with four plus goals. Uh, you know, coming and showing up in big games like we saw against Minnesota a couple nights ago. You know, if I look at it, what's my biggest reservation? I probably think something that David Prawn talked about this morning after the morning skate, and he said that it's been a challenge all year for this team to think that they can just score their way back into games. And when you talk about scoring four-plus goals these last 12, why wouldn't you think that? Of course you think you're going to be able to uh, score goals at some point during the game, but the playoffs are going to be different. You know, you don't score four goals a game. You know, if you're lucky, you do. Uh, but I think you're going to get into these tight games, 2-1, 3-2, uh, no overtime. You're not thinking about that. And you got to win these games by playing the way that, that Randy's talking about. And so if it's been a challenge, admittedly, for David Braun saying that's what the team has faced all year, you know, I don't think that just goes away. I think it's even more reinforced when you've had a stretch like uh, you have now. So to me, it's going to be going into this postseason – Falling behind one nothing, two nothing, and continuing to play the game without thinking, yeah, we've got four in our back pocket. Let's just break it out. But Jared, don't you think there's something different about this team than than all of those other teams that had to play that grinded out style in the playoffs? I mean, with the depth that they have on offense and the ability to create so much offense off of so little puck movement, it seems it's just a little bit of a difference maker for this team. 
A hundred percent. And it is possible. I don't want to say that it's not possible. Just two things, you know, like I'm repeating, you know, hockey's different and it's so cyclical. You, we can talk about this team scoring at will and, and it's possible, but you also get into a situation where they get shut out two playoff games in a row and you say, where did the, where did the, where did the goal scoring go? Where, what happened to what we talked about the entire season about this team? I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying it's possible. We've seen it over the years, you know, not quite with a, a team of this caliber in terms of being able to score like they have been, but it just happened. So that's why they have to bring the intensity like Randy saying. That's why they have to, you know, impose their will a little bit. You saw that Minnesota game. Yeah, they scored uh, some goals in that game, but I think it came because of the way they were playing and the way guys like Ivan Barbashev and Buchnevich were carrying themselves and their physical forecheck, get around the ice, big, clean hit here. And when you're playing that way, you're setting up the skill guys for more room, you're scoring goals. I think that's what leads to it. So you know, I just don't think you go into uh, game one against the Minnesota Wild thinking, hey, we're going to beat this team 5-4. to four. That's not the way playoff hockey's played. JR, when you look at the way that this team is playing right now, I feel like it... It's so crazy that this is where we've arrived, but I, I had a little bit of fun with, um, what was it, two months ago, I guess. The morning show said Jordan Cairo was the X factor uh, for the Blues going down the stretch. I thought that was crazy at the time because Cairo was playing at such an exceptionally high level. And now I find myself agreeing with that statement where like Jordan Cairo, I think kind of is in a lot of ways the X factor. He's the thing that can put this team over the top. Do you think what we saw on Sunday from him is more of what we can expect, or do you have a fear that that was a one-off for Cairo? You know, I don't think it's a one-off. I think he uh, he, he did play better, uh, but he's got to put a stretch of it together. You know, wh- whether it was him getting overly confident, you know, all-star, uh, fastest skater competition, you know, leading the team in goals for a long stretch of comp- you know, of the season. You know, I just think that he needs to play the way that we saw him play earlier in the season. Look, I thought he made a lot of strides defensively, uh, being aware of situations, being aware of the puck, getting back, uh, back checking, you know, defending guys, uh, knowing where everybody was at. And I've just seen a stretch here for, you know, three or four, probably, you know, more weeks than that where, you know, he just hasn't been that same type of player that he was earlier on the year. So I, I think he still had a lot of room to grow in that area, but I think what we were seeing from him uh, was uh, was something that worked. And, and so when he was scoring, you know, then you're like, wow, this guy potential to be a superstar. Uh, but I think defensively and, and puck awareness, he's just gotten away from that. So I think it's been a little bit better. It still needs to be a couple notches higher uh, for him to be successful in the playoffs. But yeah, when you look around this lineup, all the forward depth, the way they've been scoring, you get Nick Letty in there, Tori Krug in there. The defense has been good. Now you have both goaltenders playing well. You look up and down the lineup and, and try to find who could be an X factor. You know, it's the guy that's probably not playing up to par. It's Jordan Cairo. JR, uh, a couple of players who have not been playing over these last couple of days. Any updates from Craig Bruby today after practice with Bozak and Torpchenko? Yeah, I said that uh, Bozak, who was on the ice today, is uh, getting close, and he said that uh, Torpchenko should be skating soon. He's missed the past couple of games. Of course, the Blues uh, have inserted Dakota Joshua. They like their, their fourth uh, line with uh, Walker and, and Logan Brown, but uh, changes could be happening. We'll see. We'll see how that line continues to play, and we'll see the progress that Bozak and Torpchenko uh, make here in the next couple of days. But both are going to go on the road trip, according to Craig Bruby. And uh, he said that Torpchenko could play on this upcoming road trip. With Torpchenko and Bozak, Jared, like, are you assuming like I am that when they're both ready to go, your fourth line is going to be Torpchenko, Bozak, and Nathan Walker? Or do you still feel like there's some competition there? 
uh, probably a little competition, but you're right. You know, it, it probably is leaning that way. And I saw, you know, today uh, I tweeted that Bozak was uh, getting healthy and getting back. And, and some people are curious if he's going to be, you know, a guaranteed plug into the lineup on that fourth line. You know, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking at this point. Um, you can do the pros and cons. You look at Bozak, he has a ton of experience. You know what you're going to get from him. You know, good on, on the PK, veteran leadership who's uh, won a Stanley Cup before. You know, at the same time, you've got guys like Toropchenko and uh, even Logan Brown, who I think has played better here lately. You know, are they a Tyler Bozak at this point? Can they give you more than Tyler Bozak? That's the decision the coaching staff's going to have to come up with. I would think, though, that the way Toropchenko has been playing, if that injury doesn't uh, hold him back when we see him get back on the ice, I would think that he would definitely be part of that fourth line. Jared, the final question that I've got for you. The goalie situation, Bennington is playing better right now than he had been previously. He's won three straight games for the Blues, and he's looked pretty good in doing so. He's been one of the driving factors as opposed to being along for the ride. Is there any open competition here, or do you still think this is Huso's job to lose? Uh, you, if you click on www.theathletic.com tomorrow, you can read the answer to that question. No. Hang on, JR. Who still types in www with a website? Yeah, well, me probably. But I'm probably the only one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Tanner does. Uh, Tanner too. But no, I, I don't think that it's an open competition. To me, you're at the point six games left to go in the season. Uh, Billy Huso has been your guy. Jordan Biddington's put together three straight games. I don't think you take it away from Huso. Uh, you know, I, you know, everybody obviously hopes that Jordan Biddington will continue to trend upward. But I think it's a situation at this point where you start Huso game one. He doesn't have any experience. Neither did Jordan Bennington a couple of years ago when the playoffs started. We'll see what happens with Billy Huso. And, you know, if Jordan Bennington continues to play well, you know that you can turn him in, turn to him if Huso falters. But to me, uh, you know, six games left to go in the season, unless Billy Huso just falls apart or gives them any sort of reason that, that you know, he's not comfortable heading into a playoff, which, you know, I don't see that happening. You know, I think he's got to be your guy. Experience, experience. That's what I've always said, JR. Appreciate the time as always, man. Yep. Thanks, guys.